Hard AF Seltzer is now live in the state of Ohio. Let's start off in Columbus, shall we? We're in Sammy's Market down there. Uh, Gilligan's on Summit, uh, that old Shell Station, the old Saucy Market down there. Pace High carryouts. 14-0 Express Tobacco International. Gilligan's. The Exxon Station on Neal, North Campus Food Mart, Wine and Brew Emporium down there, Northwest Wine and Spirits, Super Food Marts. We're in Beer and Wine down there, PJ's Grill, Pettit's Super Drive Through 2, One Stop 22, Pettit's Drive Through 1. You know there was going to be another one in the Kenny Road Market down there. Now, in the bars and restaurants, we're in the Standard Hall, right on campus, Short North Pint House, close to downtown, Forno Restaurant. Best pizza in the biz in Columbus, Ohio, in my opinion. Urban Myers Pint House out there in Dublin. Johnny's Tavern in Columbus, Ohio. And Barley Hopsters in Delaware, Ohio. Grab a 12-pack of Hard AF Seltzer today. What? <laughs> huh? Say that again, Goof. Say it again, Coop. Say what? Carnival cruise. Oh, you were telling us how to get the clap. Yeah. How Isn't do you know how to get asking? the clap? Who doesn't? Like, Guys, who, we who were really, we were it? really just <laughs> chopping it. We were just chopping it up before, back and forth, like you would not believe in. It starts recording, and we just he, shut down, huh? Coop just closed. He closed his heart the second we started rolling. Yeah, I know. We're like, hey, hey. And he's like, nope, I'm serious. What's the crime? Yeah, what's the crime? Yeah. What's Good the crime? Business. Enough of this cold, open, chit-chat bullshit. <laughs> We've been doing it for two hours. I, I hear you, Coop. I mean, there's a, there's a cold open, and then there's a very cold open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have heard from people, probably more than Ruben, in the chat. <laughs> what is it? Our intros are longer than yeah, Metallica. Or I think, <laughs> or I don't even know what the reference was, but I knew it was our, something bad. Our last episode was. Uh, it took us thirty-five minutes to get to the topic. That's not good. People hey. don't like that, huh? Oh, what you're telling me? Okay, this is a true crime show. It's meant, yeah. It's meant for women, right? You're telling me that women don't like long foreplay, right? You we gotta have a little build up. We don't actually. Just get it done. I don't want everything what, to what just else do I and not then know? turn on the the documentary that I wanted to watch. No you know what I mean? Relationships fail. Mm-hmm. Authorities are desperately searching for a killer accused of going on a rampage. Now the search for a possible serial killer. An urgent manhunt for a man authorities believe is behind a triple killing spree. Police here speculating that a possible serial killer may have struck again. Told her to get out of the car, and that's when she became afraid, and then I shot her. Crime juice. It's not coffee. (laughs) It's not coffee. Cheers. Cheers to me. Cheers. (laughs) Um, Gave blood today. And I've been drinking while Joel, <laughs> while Joel fucking set up for five hours, so I'm already in the bag. <laughs> Welcome to the murder and crime show. Um, I hope to God they at least gave you a cookie after you were done. No, they were like, see ya. And I was like, 
bye. They were like, <laughs> they were like, you have some. They don't do you that up, right? shit anymore. I know they don't do that shit anymore. No cookies, no juice, nothing. They go, don't die. <laughs> don't die in here. They were like, go outside and pass out out there. This fucking economy. They can't even, can't even afford the cookies anymore. Right <laughs> off the property. Um, so I'm a little bit uh, hot and sweaty and I can't really see the words. But here we go. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. I can pull it together. It is hot, though, huh? Yeah. No? I thought we got I the turned air the air things. down. It, I mean, it's a little bit better than it was before. Should we put it to 50? <laughs> I have it at freaking 66, dude. It's a big place, though. It's a big place. We are, we are uh, playing. We are the mice that are playing when the cats are away, right? Boys are in. The whole company is in Florida. Yeah. We have the whole stewed to ourselves. Oh, yeah. We're going to rage right? tonight. Yeah. We're going to rage, dude. Fuck this place. I Ooh. know. And like probably all the way till fucking 8.30 or 9, maybe. maybe. even 9.30. Maybe. <laughs> Don't test me, dude. All right. So oh, this, it's been raging, a while. drug dealer just texted me. Oh, good. You need to cope. No, nah, it's going to be after the show. Your chess dealer. <laughs> um, yeah, he delivers. Yeah. He delivers custom chess boards and pieces yeah. to Coop anytime getting, he's in town. I'm getting the sweetest rook. I know. As soon as the show's over, I need I a pair of bishops. <laughs> you can hook that up. Um, it's been a while, you guys, since we've done Crime Corner. Yeah. Uh, surprising. I mean, kind of amazingly, coincidence, maybe not. But we have our same audience. Studio audience. Yeah, is studio from, audience. From can we get episode. a can we get a camera? Yep, can we get a shot are. on them? Um, you got to lean in again, like last time. The most attra- way. there the they most are. attractive okay, don't, don't couple that's table. come into the studio, <laughs> and so we keep inviting them back. Yeah, they yeah. Actually, Joel texts them, actually come. and they come. Somebody's cool. got to so be eye candy. We're happy about that. Huh? We're all, somebody's got to be eye candy. We're all getting too old for that. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's looking at our fucking ass. <laughs> Face. <laughs> lips. <laughs> hair. Um, so we're a little out of, you know, one star's just fun, fun. We're a little out of crime corner practice, but let's try and get back into it. Welcome it's to like, crime corner. Yeah, it's like riding a bike. Yeah, we'll yeah right? right? I got my notepad. I'm ready for the for the uh, listener submitted oh, yes. titles. Yes. Okay. So we'll start with the titles for last uh, episode that feels like, again, forever ago. And then we'll get into um, the show, hopefully without too long of a intro. <laughs> fucking losers. But also, we do whatever we want to do. It's our Ruben. show. God. All right, so this was for the New Jersey murder. Again, it was a long time ago. I think it was Sarah Stern, Stern. um, who was murdered by her two best friends, lifelong best friends, because they thought she might have $100,000 in cash somewhere in the house, because that's what she told them. And it turned out to be about $7,000 of burnt money. In burnt crinkled up broken old cash obviously stuffed into a bra at some point so <laughs> right buyer's remorse obviously <laughs> and they they found that out after he choked her right he choked her That's yeah he killed her killed her, her then found out it wasn't worth it then had to keep the secret and did it very well in his defense hindsight is twenty twenty. it's like yeah shit so true but also don't tell weird 
like stoners that you don't know very well. Oh, and like well, that number was, that one. Was one of the things that we talked about during the ep- episode. Never trust a filmmaker. Never trust a <laughs> filmmaker. Yeah. He actually probably could have trusted just like a burnout dude. Yeah. But like filmmaker, mm-mm. They're always gonna They're storytellers. Yes. They like telling stories. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so I think that's all you need to know. Oh, except for a lot of these um she a lot was a of lesbian. these titles. Yeah. It was a <laughs> I definitely went into my softball days and and you know trauma from that and everything yeah there was a lot of like ambiguous lesbian talk from her um so i think that's all you need to know bill is that a schofield schofield no he's on the list later okay so bill this is just bill (laughs) okay his title is Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it's a good one. That's oldie good. but a goodie, huh? Oldie but a goodie. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I agree with that. I, mm-hmm. It's it's a good one, but I feel like it probably saw that in a meme somewhere. Little dated, <laughs> but I also like the datedness of it as well. It's a classic. It's part so, of the charm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part, part of, of part of the, of the charm. charm. It's a vintage joke. Spectral rooster. Yeah. Never understand that name. Love you, but. The anal rooster. Can okay. we just call him ghost cock? I think we just called him anal rooster. Or oh, s- anal rooster. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. He actually updated his name on Patreon. It now says spectral rooster, and then in parentheses, anal rooster. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> We're changing lives. Do you know what I mean? Changing We're changing lives, lives <laughs> names, everything. Um, his title is her, his, lesbian encounters of the Jersey kind. Did Ooh. I say it was in Jersey? Basically Jersey Shore, but a nicer yeah. area. That's mm-hmm. a good one. That's right a next good to one. Shark River, Shark Creek, something like Shark that. Shark River, which doesn't make any sense. Um, David Klein. Yeah, UFO guy. Out of the closet and into the water. Her body oh. was thrown into the Shark River. <laughs> very good. That was very I, good. I like that. Good one, David. Yeah. Markham. Markham. Coop. Uh, Alex TNA drinks. Ooh. Yeah, he's the one that, Cheers, that Alex. slams the hard AFs all the time. Oh, and... okay. Hell yeah. All right. Every day, it kind of seems like, huh? He's yeah. good, though, right? You think he's okay? It's healthy. I, I can see that he's in a house, so that's all. <laughs> you know that, what I mean? It's not like he's like in a tent street? somewhere being like, I still drink it every day. <laughs> I think he's still getting work done and you, taking yeah. care of his bills and stuff. If you keep following his Instagram stories, it'll go from like a big house to a small yeah, house yeah, yeah, to yeah. an apartment. Yeah, 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 yeah. The program, we need to like. To a hostel. We need to save all the stories. To a hospital. And do the <laughs> like, the progression. Uh, yeah. Ends at a hospital. Yeah, it would be a great hard AF ad if it oh, ends yeah. with him in a hospital, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, see what you could do, Alex. All right. <laughs> a friendship worth strangling for. Now look, straight, pretty good. Straightforward. I to like the it. point, and by the way, he got the assignment of like what we probably need to name it. It's like what we enough. like and what we should name it are two different things, right? Yeah. So as that is a good one that would it's pop. A good title. Yeah. For audio. Wanathan, pseudo-lesbian suicide? Was there a suicide? Why not? Oh, she had suicide attempts, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an alleged suicide. Oh, that's what they said. They said she maybe committed suicide. Yeah. All right, not bad, Wanathan. There's a little bit of uh, alliteration there. I'm, I'm a big fan of alliteration. Oh, they know we are. And not only that, 
pseudo and suicide. It pseudo starts with a P. I mean, that's it. It's so great. Yeah, it's, it's good. so great. It's good. Um, Chuck Lloyd, what's up, son? <laughs> <laughs> this one's good. <laughs> Might not choose it, but I just need you to know that I like it. Super straight softball Sarah with the sensible shoes. <laughs> Was that a direct line of something I said? I don't know. Super straight Sarah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Super straight softball Sarah. That's Maybe dope. if we oh. just shortened it to that. Super straight softball Sarah. So good. That's good. So good. Okay, Lloyd, we might take parts and, and things. William Schofield. Bill. There's Bill. Oh, he grew up. Did he have to like change it? That's what it that's the name he put in the picture. Okay, William. Bad friends, rotten cash. True. All of that's true. 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 Billiam. Your mom's Haas. Haas? Instead of like what? Instead of your mom's house? It's your mom's Haas or Haas. Like a German kind of Okay. Um Big murder, no whammy. <laughs> <laughs> what was the whammy from? What were we talking uh, it was about? so long ago, I can't remember. Can't remember. Was what were we talking funny? about? What were we talking about? What was it? Not a not. Let's make a deal. What was that? Was that no whammy? No whammy. That's let's make a deal, right? Was it or let's no? make a deal? Lord knows. I mean, we're old, but we're not that. I know. Old. That's why we don't know it because we're not old enough. Um, Clint Sparks. Good name. Selfish softball dyke. Murdered by wannabe screenwriter roommate. And that's just a description. <laughs> and that just sounds like it might be the description, huh? So, Clint, love you. <laughs> Definitely can't put all that on the title. But again, I may put it in the description. That is for sure the description. And it actually, I might not put anything else. No, just yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Okay. So, front runners for me... Lesbian encounters of the Jersey kind, mm, or uh, what was the other one I liked? The the, the David s- Klein's was good. The Sarah it? one was really good. The super straight softball Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Super straight softball Sarah, and then just use the other title as the as the description. <laughs> oh, a friendship worth strangling for. That was like that, what that we really should pick. Yeah. Oof, but Chuck, if, if we're you don't be professional about it, then yeah. Mm. You gotta pick. What do you guys? What do you guys think? Okay, there we go. Yeah, super we just straight. needed a tiebreaker. But I can't do with the sensible shoes. So Chuck, know that it's you, but it's super straight softball, Sarah. <laughs> you, you get half a point. So fucked That's up. Fair. Well, we people just need to know that like we're not cool. About murder and well, stuff. You could put the. Couldn't you put the rest of the title in the description? In her, in her sensible. I shoes? could, but I won't. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm actually going to put the other description in the description. There you oh go. God, we have to. Clint's. I'm going to put Clint's title in it the was, description. Yeah, it was. It was too good. It was really concise. Perfect, right? Concise and. Rude, if you were to like sum up that entire story. That was it. That was it. Yeah. Just a little on the nose there, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little too on the nose. All right, let's get into our case for tonight. It's it's a long and winding road, um, and I think there's going to be healthy debate at the end about if you think 
this person? Like what what you think really happened? Because both stories on both prosecution and defense are equally insane. And it's all circumstantial. So we're going to do the story of Sandra Melgar and Jamie Melgar. Okay. This is a story of a loving couple's a loving couple's anniversary evening that started with a two-hour bath. It's the first piece of evidence I don't like. Okay. Um, nobody does that. And ended with Sandra tied up in a closet with a door ag- with a chair against the knob, and Jamie stabbed to death in the other closet. How does that happen? That right? Fuck. Sounds like a healthy. How does it go from like a fun an anniversary nice evening in the bath to that being the end result? This case has everything we love: a murdered husband. We love a murdered husband. Very good. A bizarre crime scene that's like <laughs> insanity, and a possible wrong, wrongful conviction. So I think Ooh. we're. I think we're good, Joel. Well, you're gonna have to stay with us, bud. Along with no, some I- light BDSM. Yeah. I like I like it. Maybe. It's an anniversary. Anniversary, but 32 years. So 32 years together. That reminded me of my honeymoon, to be honest. With the Tied light BDSM? Up, bathtub. Oh, did you guys do a lot of that stuff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it was Mexico. The, the cartels him, were doing though. it. No. Like, I don't believe him. No, I don't. We did get in a huge, uh, we got in this huge fight. Yes! Now we're talking. Those are my favorite type of vacation. What (laughs) happened? What happened? We were were shit faced and we're like fighting. And then at the end of it, we calmed down. We're like, you know what? I think we have this relationship's reached its peak. The best thing to do at our honeymoon is get a divorce. We were like, all right, (laughs) let's do it. And you were joking, obviously. That's how I end every fight, though, is with like some dumb joke. And it (laughs) usually works. And yeah, and then we were fine. And then it worked. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Gosh, <laughs> in Cancun, honeymoon. What Young could you possibly be Yelling. fighting about? And then, and then ordered some room service. <laughs> and it fixed it, right? It yep. fixes it. Yeah, it just fixes it. So, think about you're you're already fighting like that on honeymoon. So does everybody, whatever. <laughs> but think of thirty two years together anniversary. Thirty two. Thirty two years. years. Someone's gonna die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you know that now. Before you got married, you were like, oh, I don't know. Did he do it? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, now you know he. That it's fucking, that happens all the time. Yep, yep. I've learned a lot You've learned show. a lot from this show. You better keep your head on a swivel, because if anyone's killing anyone, it's her killing you. Yeah. <laughs> and you met her now, so you know yeah, she's, she's, she's ba- capable. She's oh, badass yeah. and capable, yeah. and she will catch you when you're slow bearing all around. <laughs> And just fucking <laughs> slit your throat from behind, bud. Um, so Jamie and Sandra met in Jamie's a dude. Okay. Jamie the dude, Jaime. But you know, Jaime, he lives in dude. Houston. He lives in Houston, <laughs> Texas, so you have to they call him Jamie. Because no one yeah. can they can't really be friends with like an F, you know, like an actual Jaime. No, no. They have they, to be like, oh, you you're Jim, right? Way further south. From yeah, that. yeah. So they called him Jim and Jamie, and I'm sure he was like, cool. Well, you can't cool, trust dude. Jamie. Yeah, no. Is it a man or a woman? Man. Okay, well, yeah, Jim. Exactly. <laughs> Jamie and Sandra met in high school in their oh. hometown of Houston, Texas. They were inseparable for the next 32 years. 
started dating in high school and never, no breaks, nothing. We're together the whole time after that. The it couple, inseparable, right? Isn't really? it? It's almost like maybe at some point, maybe 32 years in, you're like, I don't know. I didn't live a life. <laughs> Starting to question this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the couple had one daughter together, Liz. Uh, Sandra studied nursing, and Jamie was both a computer programmer and invested in real estate. So they were good, totally normal, you know, upper middle class in Houston. The family was very happy together. They were described as a very happy couple that treated each other very well. That's already suspicious. Right. <laughs> but there's no other, there's no other um, people that come forward to the contrary. So I don't know. If there's something, there'd be something, right? So a couple of things to consider as we continue is that the couple joined the Jehovah's Witness pretty Ooh, early oh on. God. Thank you. Does that not make you already like, uh, I don't, I don't wrong already. know. Well, it just adds it, <laughs> exactly. But it adds an element of a religion that is very controlling of you. Uh, you can't hang out with anyone that's not Jehovah's Witness. So your entire community, friends, kids, friends, whatever, Even are all Jehovah's Witness. If you're not in it, you can't hang out. So it's it's a cult without being a cult, right? It, uh, I mean, it's a cult that you choose to be in as it's at cult level. So it's it not is, like they're pulling any the wool over your eyes. You, it's definitely at cult level, but it's a. I mean, the reason that it's that way is because. They're very isolationist. What you were talking yes. about, like you can't—I'm pretty sure you can't celebrate birthdays, no birthdays, Christmas, Christmas no anything. It's a lot like the Christian cult that I was raised in. That's why I'm so fucking weird. Oh, but uh, oh yeah, we never got into. I don't that. think we talked about that on the show. Every time, and, and by the way, every time episode. you say it, I go, "Oh, do we need to do a show!" Like, and it's been ten times that you're you like, said oh, it. Oh, makes so much you sense. What? And you're like, Jesse. I bet with very this. little, very little research, we could. Uh, find someone that got murdered in his cult and do an episode on his cult. Of his cult? Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. Worldwide if you Church tell of God, me the name. Worldwide Church of God. Worldwide? Worldwide Church of God. <laughs> it had some other weird name back in the 70s. After the 70s, okay, in my uh -huh. defense, after the 70s, after somebody died, it mellowed yep. out a little. Well, no, it was a sex cult in the 70s. And then it turned into like just a, a full-blown Christian hardline cult so i was in the right, full-blown christian hardline part of it not the sex cult okay but Thank let's be much. let's be real that the line between regular christian it's very and thin. yeah and, very very thin and cult christian or whatever is pretty thin so they were really really deep into jehovah's witness not just kind of casual which you cannot be so yeah <laughs> so no such thing as a casual jehovah's witness that kind of pops <laughs> in any any sunday He's very involved. She's very involved. The kids involved. It's a whole thing, which gives you the first a little bit red flag. Um, Jamie, in the later years, getting closer to this anniversary, Jamie, the husband, is starting to look younger than ever. He uh, adopted a vegetarian diet. He's exercising all the time. And like... Right? Getting in shape and is taking care of himself in his later years. Sandra, on the other He's hand. He's got a boyfriend. I know. Or something, right? Boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Boyfriend. 
Uh, Sandra, <laughs> on the other hand, uh, was going fucking downhill, dude. She's she, got a husband. She's got a husband. <laughs> He's got a husband. They've got to figure this out, right? Um, so Sandra is, uh, she has lupus. Oof. She's gotten like chemotherapy for. She has epilepsy. Um, she had two hip replacements. This is they're fifty Damn, at this Jamie point, can, by the way. Jamie can lay some pipe. Yeah, yeah. Breaking hips over here. Two of them. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like all the things that like really unhealthy, like older, not even older, fucking fifty. Do you know what I mean? Like this isn't. Super old, but if you were to look at her, you'd be like, that's a 65-year-old woman. Damn. That's how far she went down pretty quickly, whereas he's, like, totally getting in shape and being healthy, right? So, on the face of that, too, a 32-year marriage, that doesn't seem like something that's really going to work either, right? Mm. One person is sick all the time, um, has seizures, has fucking Jesus, thyroid, put- has like all of the weird little unhealthy people stuff. On the night of the couple's actual anniversary in December of 2012, Sandra was sick. Again, <laughs> Go right? Figure. So she's always like tired and sick. So on the actual night, it was like, all right, whatever. Here we go again. But it really, okay, according to them and anyone that knows them, that's not how it was. Jamie was very happy to take care of her. They loved each other. There was no problems whatsoever. I kind of call bullshit on that. Yeah, I mean, that has Just to take Just on that toll. alone, maybe he did love being a caregiver, but. You're telling me that, that somebody spends 32 years taking care of some other sick no no this was just towards the end okay it was so just like towards as the they end. got older you know people things starting to ha- start to happen depending on the lifestyle that you probably both have together you all go out you either both exercise a lot and you eat healthy or you both kind of like watch tv go to football games wear jerseys fill out a huge jersey together wear a fucking short <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Holy shit. The only reason why I said that, we get this fucking thing off. You take my blood. Um, so the only reason why I say that is because like Ross is always pissed that I'm not like super into sports, right? Yeah. And I'm like, anytime we go to like a football game or anything, I point out the couple where the wife really fucking likes football. And fucking drinks beer and eats nachos and they're older and they're both the same fucking size and the same fucking <laughs> jersey. That's and like, exactly I go, I is that say. what you fucking want? Is that what you want? Because I can do that really quick. But I can't like sit around all day and watch football and drink and do, I can't do that and, and maintain any sort of like Health? healthy life. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, you've got to choose. And then he's like, all right, fine. You know. It's the only reason that came to mind. But anyway. It's, it's give and take. So you both have to either, you have to both be on that path, right? And especially to in later. To heart disease. To diabetes and heart disease. Or you have to both be like, we're going to get healthy together. It doesn't usually work. Later in life, when you've been on the same path, at around 50, you start doing completely different things health-wise activity why everything right it you're, just doesn't you're not going to become a chubby chaser at 50 years old it's going to be you're going to be a little bit younger than right. that 
And she's not chubby, by the way. She's just breaking down Sickly. and like annoyingly sick all the time. Where you're just like, <laughs> just like the lethargic all the time, always tired, always something wrong, always my lupus, my th- seizures, whatever, right? Like one of those. Oh, it's my fibromyalgia again. Yes, she had that too. She No shit. No, like the list of like things that they ended up going into was like, it's all the things that, you know. Oh, I feel I, bad for her. I think she I must have been miserable. I might have dated I'm her. I'm sure, past. dude. I'm sure, but I'm just <laughs> saying, it's not. This isn't something that tells me like, yes, these are like amazing couple that's totally on the same page, doing great. Anyway, maybe they are. Maybe he loves it. According to the family, he loved taking care of her. They were totally in love. No problems. So on the night of the couple's actual anniversary, she was fucking sick. Cool, babe. Whatever. I'm good with it. So the couple went out. You're sick again? Yeah, what's new? Anyway, um, so they actually went out 10 days later. She was feeling a little bit better. That's when I like to celebrate my anniversary. Sure. I'm fine. I'm 10 days later. I think I can go out tonight, babe, uh, right? We, and you're we, like, sure. We can sounds great. get some appetizers at Chili's. Yeah, December 22nd. Not getting ready for Christmas or anything, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, if, if Ross ever gets let's sick, let's go. Bro. He's so fun. He did. <laughs> oh, that's right. He did. Did I pull the plug? Was yeah. I there every single day? No. The, exactly. The I can joke kept, because the I took care of his fucking knocking ass. your hand away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. Because there was always a fucking nurse in the room. Anyway. <laughs> no, there wasn't. It, Which is why I was there every single day. Jesse keeps asking for more pillows. What does she want yeah, these pillows what? for? But he's How many fine. Pillows does he I need? think he needs one around on the side. I was like, he likes his arm up. He's like his face to the side. No, he he really likes and one. yeah, another yeah. one right on his nose to, <laughs> yeah. to keep his nose comfortable. <laughs> right, right over the breathing tube, just to like kind of he likes it to be real secure, almost like a weighted blanket on the face. Hey, does does anybody mind if I unplug this mm-hmm. cable right here? I need to charge my phone. Yeah. It's just trying to turn it's like my the phone big no. It's the big. I'm. T- I'll tell you exactly how it looks. Is I stared at it the entire time. It's like the big, <laughs> oh the big God. like three three prong thing, and it's one that goes right into the wall. Why were you staring? Yeah, at it? And it was I, green. I, oh, Why because, was I staring no, at it? No, because she had a dryer that she needed to plug in. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh man. Um. Anyways, yeah. There's a difference between like getting sick. And then just not caring about yourself enough to be right. healthy when we're both being healthy. Whatever, whatever. I understand. I'm not talking shit about her or him or anything. I'm saying this is just two people that are different. Different paths, yeah. It did kind of sound like I was talking shit about her, though, right? I was. Oh, she was not like at all. Because she was like sick again. It didn't again. sound like that at all. Sick again. Oh, God, I'm not feeling good again today. I know. Okay, Okay. 10 days later, uh, (laughs) night before Christmas Eve. Sure, let's go. Let's party. So 10 (laughs) days later, on December 22nd, they went to one of their favorite spots, Los Cucos Mexican Cafe. Oh, nice. Uh, I think I pulled up a couple one stars from this place. But it's exactly... (laughs) We having a crossover episode? Crossover. Hell yeah. Um, It's exactly what you think, right? Like, not almost like Flores. Yeah, kind right. Of like that's where you're going for your anniversary. Mm. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see what people think about a Los Cucos. Should I put the uh, one star theme song in real quick? Oh, that's right. 
do what you want when you're at home late tomorrow getting drunk and editing this, okay? Okay. Um, <laughs> How did you know I'd be getting drunk while I edited this? Because. Yeah! Let's give it up for Liquid IV! Yeah! .com, baby! Promo code Nooners over there is going to get you 20% off your first order. Rage this weekend. Jobless. On accident. I feel like it was an accidental rage this weekend. Yeah. And uh, I needed some liquid IV to start off today. I start every day with a liquid IV. Um, our kids are using liquid IV. Yes. Um, they've got the new and improved sugar-free liquid IVs as well. And Pear is back. Pear is back. That's my favorite. Pear was my favorite there. Um, big fan. But uh, hanging out, watching sports, hanging out with the friends and all that other stuff. You start boozing. Lose track of time, and then you're like, oh, shit, I need to rehydrate for the week. Got to pop in that liquid IV. Are you a daily girl? Because I don't see you every single morning all the time. Yeah, I'm a daily girl. So I do um, one of the sugar-free grapes Mm. or the sugar-free apple, which are my new faves, in 24 ounces. Okay. So it is supposed to be just in, they say, like, put a packet in 16, 8, 16 ounces. 16 ounces of water. That's going yep. to hydrate you double. Um, I put in the 24 ounce, maybe onesie or twosie. Yeah. And go through the day. Yeah, yeah, it's life changing. I, I call it Hydration Monday here on the show because it's, uh, it's one of those things where, again, you go hard over the weekends, you got the kids, you're not eating great, uh, you're boozing with some friends or whatever, and then boom, reset on Mondays, pop in the liquid IV, and you're good to go. Um, but it's uh, it's a little pouch. That's it. You're ripping open, popping into liquid, 16 ounces or more, and you're good to go. Super easy there. Three times the electrolytes, uh, no artificial sweeteners, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with Liquid IV. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. What else? I mean, dude, you have the house to yourself chilling? (laughs) I would be. All right, let's see what we got for one star Los Cucos. <laughs> bad food, bad food, bad food! <laughs> Exclamation mark. I used to come here when my son was in college here. The quality went down. My son's chicken tenders were okay. Thank you. Sam T. Yeah. So they went to the Mexican place and got their... Chicken tenders. Pollo tenders, thank you very much. And by the way, used to come here when my son was in college. Now they've come back. He's still... The the older son is still ordering (laughs) chicken tenders? (laughs) Is it the same son? Is he 30 now? Mommy, can I get the tendies? They stopped cutting my son's chicken tenders into dinosaur They used to give him crayons and... uh, Um, coloring maze, and they didn't give him anything this time. <laughs> but this guy, okay. Tendies. Tendies. The quality went 
went down. My son's chicken tenders were okay. But this guy have lost perspective on what a simple fajita cut is. The meat was hard to bite or cut. We did tell our waiter, which spoke hardly any English <laughs> at Los Cucos. Are you kidding me? But you're in America, this you is know? America. As I, I can see Sam saying, you're in America. <laughs> I know it's Los Cucos, but I'm not trying to go to Mexico, you know? <laughs> good American. guy. He was a good guy, they said about the waiter that didn't speak any English. He was a good guy. But as far as management, no one came and said anything. But this is the last place I would eat if you were in whatever, Texas. So it's one of those kind of places where, like, white ladies will go in with their 30-year-old son, order them tenders, and then complain about it. <laughs> and that's where Texas, they're going. Whatever Texas is that Southwest? They're all over. So they went to the one in Houston, but they all have the same amount of stars, which is <laughs> two and a half. Um, hey, at the very least, they're consistent. Right. Because who's leaving the one stars? The white ladies that go in that, like, does anyone know what a fajita cut is? <laughs> They're like, see. Why is there no lettuce on my taco? See, see. Oh, God. Get the manager. <laughs> Anyways, so this is the type of place they, that they went for their 32-year anniversary dinner 10 days late. The next day on the 23rd, so this is, that's the dinner. The next day on the 23rd, Sandra and Jamie's nieces and Jamie's mm. brother, Herman, were coming over for some kind of anniversary, celebrating with them, lunch, Christmas Eve, Eve thing, whatever. They were coming over around one. Okay. They ended up stumbling on a gruesome scene at the couple's home. So this was the next day. Oh, they had sex? Yeah, they they yeah. ended up showing up to morning hardcore anal. <laughs> no. <laughs> when no one answered the door, Jamie's brother went to the garage door, like the laundry door on the side, and got in that way. Because they were supposed to be there. They were They set it up. They were expecting them. Why weren't they answering? This was weird. Mm. So went in through the laundry door. And heard someone screaming for help, found a chair propped up, dining room chair propped up against the knob, as you do in movies, not in real life. But anyways, propped up on the door to the master bathroom closet. And he could hear Sandra on the other side screaming for help. Oh, so he shit. moved the chair out of the way, opened it up. She's tied by her hands and feet laying naked, laying on the floor um, in her own feces and urine, yelling uh, for help. And this is 15 hours later. So to get to Sandra... really, really celebrated that anniversary. Right? That's some hardcore bondage shit. That's, why you yeah. keep, that's how you keep things like fun and fresh. Keep the spice. Um... So they had to move the chair, then the closet, uh, then they found Jamie in the other closet, which is in the room. So they have a closet in the master, then they have a closet in the actual primary. Sorry, you're not allowed to say master. Why? Racist. 
But I have friends that use Android, so I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they find in the other closet, Jamie naked, partially kind of tied up, and stabbed to death. Fuck. 31 times. Sandra, like no marks, nothing, but she's tied up. She's in the closet. She's clearly locked been the there. Closet. Pissing and shitting. What? She's she's locked in the closet, right? Well, like, the, she's the, not locked. She's not locked. There's a she's chair sickly. under. But there's a chair under the door. I mean, like you could, you could put her on a sofa, and essentially she's still locked up that Do you much. know what I'm talking about with the chair under the door? Yeah, it's like blo- on the outside blocking her. Have you ever? Her- has anyone ever done that in real life? Like, put a chair under a doorknob to... I don't even know if oh, no, it I've, works. You have? No, I've tried it, it works? before. No, I tried it before, and I still got caught masturbating. I've done it before, and it opened the other way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did it the wrong... I put it on the wrong side, because I don't really know how it works. But anyways, I'm sure from a closet, you know, it's going to open out. I mean, honestly, all of this sounds like they just read some instructions wrong. Who? The couple, they, they oh, were on how to, to do, they how were trying to, to spice do things bondage? up and do a yeah. little BDSM, and, and they really, really fucked it up. Yeah, this is the, the reason house that there's looked... instructions on pop part, pop tarts. Yeah, and dildos. So the house looked. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> the house looked kind of ransacked, right? But you know, as far as a stage scene, it would be insane. Right? So the bath is still full. There's drawers open, but nothing's really thrown out. There's a TV missing, I guess. Uh, one of Sandra's shirts is in the bath. And then a kitchen knife is laying at the bottom of the tub. Mm. And it's just kind of chaos because the family finds the scene. Yeah. Um, once they untie Sandra, who was a nurse, once they untied... Uh, her she started screaming for jamie she went over to him took his pulse again she's a nurse she knows he's dead but now she has his blood on her too it's the the whole scene is contaminated by the family finding this situation um they also said that her hands were tied hands and feet were tied so tight that they had to go get a night uh scissors to cut them off um were they behind her back or behind her back and like here almost on her forearms kind of tied really tight again according to them right but there Mm. was you know when we get into the investigation there was like the ties are on the ground cut up um jamie i think they kind of left in position for that reason but 31 stab wounds um naked partially tied up almost like somebody half-hearted or left right away or did it to i, I don't know Not the scene committed. is bizarre he was he was partially tied up yeah mm. just like his feet with a cord so somebody was tied from the up, house tied her up first and then when they were trying to tie him up he tried to attack him and got himself killed possibly and, and she, but and she, like, ran into the closet or something? Oh, no, she was tied up. No, she's going to say what happened. So um, so she's That's my guess. screaming and crying. Um, the family unties, you know, cuts her, 
out of her ties. They call the police. Um, she's hysterical at this point. The police come um, and question her at the scene. She was really out of it. She did not know what day it was, if it was day or night. Um, she complained of having a headache. Oh, God. But she Always complaining about something. I know. My God. Oh, you're sick again? Jeez. Um, How is she not the one that's dead? Right. <clears throat> with no... Uh, yeah, she complained of headache, but said she didn't have any injuries, which she didn't. There's pictures of her, even ligature at the wrist, not really that bad, no bruises or anything. She kind of always looks a little bit bruised up. Fucking fucked up because <laughs> she's just like always sick, has a cane, two hip replacements at 50, you know, some kind of sickness always. So hard to tell, but she didn't have any visible injuries. Um, she claimed that she didn't remember anything about what happened. Um, we'll hear a little bit in the investigation, but she said she remembers going, well, she'll go through this ridiculous scene. <laughs> but anyway, so why the, while the investigators are at her house taking pictures, getting into the scene, trying to figure out what the fuck happened dealing with Jamie, autopsy, autopsy pictures, whatever. She declines to go to the hospital and goes right to the police station to talk to them. Not a great idea, but maybe she feels like she doesn't have anything to hide. I, I don't know. Um, well, there's not having anything to hide and then being like, oh, I don't have anything to hide. Well, they were like, do you want to go to the hospital? Are you okay, or can you go? Because you know how they do. Like, can you just go and answer some questions? Re we really want to find the, this person. Do you know what I mean? And you mm. go like, okay, you know, maybe in shock a little bit. Like, she oh, definitely okay. should yeah. have gone and gotten some kind of medical evaluation before going <laughs> into interrogation, right? Make sure that she didn't get hit on the head. Make sure that she is okay Yeah, because at mentally. this point, she, she doesn't remember anything about what happened. She doesn't remember anything, so and... Yeah. The most likely situation is she got knocked out somehow. Knocked out? Uh, she's not sure, but she... <coughs> seizure is what she's thinking. Mm -hmm. But we'll go, we'll go through her, what she said happened, and where the splice of her just not remembering anything else after that, and if that makes sense to you or anyone. Oh, shit. The weird thing about this case is that both, like I said, both sides are insane. <clears throat> like what she's saying happened is insane. And then what the prosecution is saying is also insane. So it's like no idea. There's two people that know what happened. And that at this point is kind of it. And so you do have to go off to off of circumstantial and interrogation and crime scene photos and and try and piece it together, right? Well, since yeah. they're both insane, that's that's why their relationship lasted 32 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> so in the interrogation room, Sandra said they went to dinner around 8. And then we'll play a little so you can hear like kind of how she sounds, which is a little bit weird too. But So in the interrogation room, Sa uh, Sandra said they went to dinner around 8 at... Los Cucos and got some tendies <laughs> and loved them. Tendies. <laughs> yeah, didn't complain once. It's their favorite place. We've been eating here for 32 years. So they years went around 8 o'clock. 
By the way, I haven't gone to an eight o'clock dinner reservation in fucking years. <laughs> it's got to be seven Six. or earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so on the way home, she said they stopped for mixers at CVS because they were going to go back home and drink. Because I guess she was feeling good that day. Uh, she said they got back around midnight to the house, made a couple drinks, and sat in their master bathroom has kind of a bigger jacuzzi with jets. Ooh. People don't really have that anymore because who fucking uses that? But they had that. The bigger ones that you see with the candles. The heart-shaped one? Mine as well have been, right? <laughs> it's one of those. But it's in their mass. It's basically their bathtub, but it's in there. It's a little bit bigger. And has jacuzzi jets. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... She said they got back around midnight, made a couple drinks, sat in the bathroom jacuzzi for two hours, talking and drinking. That sounds fucking awesome. Fucking bullshit. What? what? I would do that. What? I would, would do, do that too, but after 32 in years? A bath? A bath. Maybe Just not sitting two there hours. in the bath. Well, it depends on how drunk I am. I wouldn't know it was two hours. Did you get that drunk at Los Cucos well, let's, at eight o'clock? I mean, okay, I don't know. At this point, let's let's take a look at Sandra and Jamie. That's what I mean. Like, we're not talking about like young bucks that are yeah. whatever. We're talking about like a real sick. I don't even know how she got into the tub. To be honest with you, <laughs> Maybe it's one of those tubs that has a, some of the pills. You know, has like, the doors on the side. Yeah. So take some pills. Little weird. Little Woo. weird. So they were just sitting in the jacuzzi for two hours, talking and drinking. Um, and they heard the dogs barking, which they know the neighbors complain about. So Jamie went went out of the tub to bring the dogs in and put them in the office. Rock hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't have to put the towel around him. He just hung it on his fucking... Oh, man, this Cialis is really I doing know, the trick. I know. Can we get out of the tub? I mean, fuck. <laughs> Two hours? Cialis has kicked in Sandra <laughs> and we all know <laughs> jacuzzi is not a good place no no you think it is but it's not in theory in theory it is in practice well, that's it like never having, works like on the beach it's like oh it seems so romantic no it's it's very uncomfortable beach almost works a little bit better than a jacuzzi if you have some towels you got a big towel mm -hmm. or else you got that sand problem dog or like a rock <laughs> yeah, like the big rocks, rock, you know, yeah. so you're not In on the sand at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crab bites your toe. Sure. Been there. If you're lucky. Um. So he was. She said he was taking a long time. Got the dogs. Didn't come back. Well, he's he's in his fifties. Of course, it's going to take a while. Fifties is not old, dude. <laughs> yeah, Diesel was fifty. He was fine. He was running around. We're closer to 50 than anything else. Oh, I know. Than I'm, any other oh, number. Oh, for him to go out and get the dogs. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so. So she was like, all right. I mean, I guess he's done. I don't know. He didn't say bye, but he went to get the dogs and she felt like he was taking a long time. So she got out, went into her closet um, started to get dressed, and that's all she remembers. At that point, is complete blackout. What, bro? What the fuck, bro? Is that the uh, 
your son's girlfriend again? No. <laughs> Shut that fucking shit down. So, <laughs> so uh, that's all she remembers. That's the splice, guys. A lot of stuff happens after that. Yeah. But that's as far as Sandy remembers. She thinks she, again, either got hit on the head or had a seizure or both. But even if somebody's hitting you on the head, I feel like, me. would you, and you're in your closet, do you not remember someone came up, hit me on the head? I, it's hard to tell because I don't know about seizures. I don't know anyone that has them, and it's, so it's have, a huge part of the story, actually. Have either one of you been, like, full-blown knocked out before? No. I Joel? have. You have? Yeah. So oh, how, yeah, yeah. How far before that? Do you remember? Because when I fell off that cliff when I was younger, like I lost a big span of time. I I forgot the I forgot the entire fucking day. When I woke up, I thought I was gonna wake up in my bed. Do you remember what happened up until the hit or up until the fall? So for me, uh, when I I fell off a cliff when I was like eleven years old or something like that, and the only thing that I remember is I remember being at the top of the cliff and I remember a rock slipping out from underneath my foot mm -hmm. and I do not remember anything until probably about 15 or 20 minutes after I hit the ground. But you knew that you slipped, you knew that you I, fell, you knew that, you know what I mean? I, I do remember slipping, but I don't remember, it was a you tall don't cliff. Falling? Yeah, I, I don't remember anything don't remember about falling, the fall or yeah, anything yeah. like that. So the point that I actually got knocked out, it erased most of what happened during that time period. So if you, Joel, I lost the whole day. I, I was, I woke up. I thought I was gonna wake up in my bed. I was on the beach with three of my friends looking over me, because he threw me in the air and I did like a double backflip and just landed on the back of my head, fucking out. Joel used to be in the Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> talk about fuck that very are much. Are you yeah. doing at the beach too? Yeah, well, I woke up uh, at the beach. How have I never heard this story? Who's I never fucking told you flipping this? each other and like? Doing well, body yeah, slams, like, well, like high beach. school and college days, we always were doing flips and jumping off shit all the time, and uh, sure. so yeah, it was like parkour, was parkour, <laughs> parkour, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. But uh, I actually forgot the whole day. I started when I woke up, I was so freaked out because I thought I was gonna wake up in my bed, and I started crying because I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, I, like, oh yeah, it's got a... all freaked out, and then we he were filming the whole day. All our flips and our jump kicks, and we were like. And so when you were shown the video, you were like, "I was like, what the fuck? Else. I don't remember any of this." And it never came back. Like a week later, I started to remember that I drove there. I was like, "Wait, I remember driving the truck there." And that's about it for the whole day. So did stuff come back? So you could stuff you, came back over time, but not right, very much. Right. And you were drinking too, right? Not then. No. Okay. Just fucking slamming friends on their neck. <laughs> totally sober. Yeah, we were, we were sober that day. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Know. Yeah, again, so there's a couple that things. Was before in, I met you. Then. There's a couple things in play that, that have, you know, things that you need to know about and exactly how they work neuro neurologically, like a being knocked out or having a full-on seizure, right? Seizures so, are really weird yes. also. For like sure. They can really fuck with your brain. There's multiple different levels of having seizures. There's some where it doesn't even seem like, like a seizure. You just kind of zone out for a minute, and then you're fine. 
Um, I, I guess she had. It was like Grand Mall, Mini Mall. I think she had Grand Mall. So she she was on medication for him and they were okay, but she would still have them. And according her to her family, it was pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. And then she would sleep for a really long time after and not remember a lot before and a lot after. So that's documented and and widely known about our super fun friend, Sandra. Um, They're super fun, super <laughs> healthy, super just clean. Just fucking down for whatevs. <laughs> Sandy's oh, down for whatevs, dude. I just don't feel good today. I'm I sorry. know. I don't know. I'm just, I ate something weird, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, okay. Um. Anyways. <laughs> but they, you're so mean to her. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm not I'm not mean about it. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to set the scene yeah, of yeah, what yeah. life was like for life the was, last part of 32 years, okay? Yeah. Um so she recalls the the only thing she kind of recalls in the interrogation is that there was from CVS, someone that was kind of following them, like a car that was following them from CVS. It didn't end up being anything, but it's a little bit weird. That's the That's only thing. Every time I go to CVS, who even notices? By the way, like people could follow me all the time. Like I do not. I would not even notice, <laughs> honestly. Like who's fucking being like, ah? Oh, they're still back there. I would just be like, all right. Like unless they pulled into my driveway, I would be like, that person was going. You know what I mean? Going to the same place i don't that know guy's going to the oh, same house as me god <laughs> i have a visitor fuck yeah if they're like camped out outside my house like weird car maybe but like it well, has to be for like, months before i notice too especially out here in austin line. like yeah, okay, yeah. out here in austin imagine this imagine that that you think you're being followed by a white tesla mm. you would think you're being followed every single fucking day Exactly. So it's just like uh, that. That's why I'm so paranoid. It's There's weird some asshole that's been following me in a white Tesla for God knows how long at this point. <laughs> what the fuck Super quiet, too. It's not making any noise. It's just like <laughs> yeah. following me at the exact right distance the whole time. Um, it's a little weird. Like, I, I'm just saying that because it's a little weird to kind of n- notice that and just mm-hmm. be like, oh, there was someone following me from CVS. They turned a different way. But they were following us for a little bit. Sounds weird, right? Um, so they didn't really get much from the interrogation, um, as you can tell, just because she didn't remember anything. She couldn't really tell them anything. She was a little bit in shock. Like I said, she probably should have been medically cleared to go to this interrogation, but she didn't. And she was just really kind of out of it. If you guys want to listen to a little bit, of just kind of how she sounded. This is how she sounded the whole time. You guys can't hear it, sorry. Um, probably midnight. So this is a lot of like how she's sounding, just kind of, I don't know. Where'd you like the drinks? Well, we just grabbed the... We went to CVS to get the Coke and the Sprite. She was getting some Coke, huh? Sandra fucking (laughs) Park. Midnight? 
I can't even fucking make it to midnight. Right? And a, and a tub for two hours? <laughs> no. I'm fucking passing out in the tub. Not so happening. Hard to so, hear, as you can. All right, right. So then y'all went straight in, and what what y'all did? Go, let's go through the steps. We started running the tub, and you were dressed, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, thank God. Steps. Well, I got there first and started mixing the drinks, and we have an interrogation expert and, here in the studio uh, too. Lit some candles. Keep in mind, what were you wearing? Yeah, is the interrogator hitting? No, but that's what you have to do, right? Like you have to go through the minutiae, right? Yeah, the minutiae of it. Eventually, well, they start again. These guys were not great, and as we're gonna see, and let him. You want to? Yeah. Do you want to? Can you just get in here for one second for the interrogation? So this is right in the beginning. So they're starting out just, it's just go through all the steps, go through exactly what you did. Uh, I think I was wearing black, brown slacks, a brown sweater. So they're wanting to, why are they wanting to go through just like, so the memory, right? Of just like yeah, so or what, getting her to trip something up. Yeah, so what they're doing, they're not very good at it. What's so, your name, by the way? Sorry, you gotta so let I'm that. Justin. Yeah, what's your name and what this do you do? Justin. So, so I'm Justin. I uh I'm a regional asset protection manager, so a lot of my job is investigating and interviewing people who either steal from us, right. associates, customers, whatever. And essentially we usually have very little to work off of. So we have to then dig in and to use find those different tactics to try and get out. Exactly. So like I have a certification called CFI. It's a certified forensic interviewer. So it's what you see like usually more agencies use than you see more of your average like street cop detective usually use. They use something called the read technique, which so essentially what they should have done is, hey, tell me about your marriage. Tell me about yourself. Tell right. me about, you know. Yeah. So they did not, yeah. which it was a weird interrogation because that's how usually how it is like, hey, so sorry. I know this is so hard. We're just really trying to find, you know. Exactly. They didn't really do that. They kind of yeah, right off like, the bat, your, they were just kind of like, all right, so, so go right. through. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so. she was just like, uh, okay. She was just like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't yeah. know. So it's accusatory right off the bat. So yeah. if somebody was guilty... You're, they're already going to be in an, in an offensive state and yeah. not talk to you. Whereas if they feel more of, hey, we just want to get to the bottom of it and figure right. out what's going on, there'll be a lot more. people will give more, or you can tell me, but if you build that rapport, then people will start to say more. Mm -hmm. And you just let them talk and right. you just sit back and listen. Right. Yeah. And do you kind of feel like the more people say and the more details and stuff, is that kind of like... That could be an indication. It, it maybe. could, yeah, it could be. Like we, I know, like we look for more of the why. So when we talk to people, how they should have done it is something along the lines of, um, 
hey, you know what? Sometimes people do things out of character. It doesn't mean they're bad people, but it could right. be something else going on outside. Like, right. I would have done something eventually where I felt like she was opening up. When mm-hmm. was the first time you would you thought about killing your husband? Right. Not, you know, did you do it? When did you do it? When was the first time you the thought came to yeah. your head? So these are, and that's part, that's going to be as we go in part of the defense, but like these interrogator d- detectives were just not yeah. good. And like there's things I would have picked up just listening to the first part of that that yeah. I would have expanded on, like things like maybe it was this time, but then she can go back and then, I think it was around this time, but then she can say, oh, I was wearing this. I was wearing this. Mm-hmm, Those mm-hmm. are weird things that I would have picked up on yeah. and started asking So more they about. do, uh, one of the tactics they use is going back to the same thing to try and get the details again. So then let's go over what happened again. So start from the beginning and so that they can see. And really the only thing that changes is like a couple time, like minutes yeah. and stuff. But other than that, she really... So then let's see, like, when we get more. Maybe seven years. Never had a burger. Wow. We had kids' takes and stuff. Friends of my daughter. Drug addicts. Took some stuff. How long ago was that? So now they're trying to get her to say if there was maybe anyone else that might have, right? Like that's yeah. also a tactic, right? So this is like a very, it's a not a great interrogation because it's super frustrating, A, how they are doing it. Mm-hmm. And then I can't find the spot, maybe I will later, but pretty early, not early on, but it's been about three hours that they're interrogating her and they just start, <laughs> they start being like, you didn't hear your husband at all? And the one cop just goes, help me, help oh my me. Gosh, yeah. You didn't hear that? Help me, help me. And just keep saying That's that. So weird, and man. at that point she goes, I need a lawyer. Yeah. This is insane. Like, so they were, and to your point, nice to know, but it, it just seemed like they sucked and made the interrogation, which is the only piece of evidence, horrible. Yep. Cause yeah, like to your point, there's two witnesses, one's dead. You have the other one in front you of you. You have the other one in front of you. Like, yeah. don't scare her off. Don't make her feel like she's a suspect right off the mm-hmm. bat, which is exactly what they did. He says, help me. Yeah. I know that. So he just goes <laughs> as a tactic to try and break her down because it's been three hours. By the way, this doesn't happen usually till 10, 12 hours in, right? But they feel like they've kind of got her, which they don't because she has that exact like way that she's talking the entire time. She's just like, I don't, she's like, I don't know. I don't remember. That's all I remember. It's a lot of that. So they got nothing from the interrogation. And then at a last ditch effort, they started at the end being like, how did you not hear your husband, your loving husband of 32 years? How do you not hear him? Help me, help me, help me, Sandra. I need you to help me. And it got gross and I'm sure it snaps them out of it, right? Mm Because it's, again, if you have someone there for a certain amount of time and you feel like you've almost got them right, don't fucking pull that shit. You've, ar- you've taken her right out of it. And yep. she's like, dude, I'm done. She's like, I'm done. I'm done yeah. And they had to let her go. Yep. 
But also in the interrogation, she does come off and maybe because she already knows, right? Mm -hmm. So the way that she comes off is because she already knows that she's a suspect. So there's no point in this interrogation where they can be like, this is the change, this is the shift, because they put her on defense right away. Yep. Yeah, like the best way to go to approach that would have been, hey, you know what? Here's who I am. You know, here's what I do. Right. Here's what we're talking today. Here's right. what I need to know. And then letting her talk and just so like in an average. She interview, went to the station. Exactly. She wants to talk. Mm-hmm. Go in acting like, please let me know who you think did this. We need to. All we're getting is just information from you so we can go look for someone. Anything. Yep. Yeah, and then this, because a lot of times we do these conversations is I maybe talk for 15 minutes out of the hour conversation. My job is to guide it in the direction I want it to go. Right. And then usually people will just say something and I'll hear it and I'm like, wait a second, you said again? When was the first time this happened? Right, right. And they're usually like, pick it up when you want to pick it up. And I'm like, hey, I know this isn't fun to talk about, but my job is to find the answers and usually people will open up. And it doesn't happen all the time, but like in that circumstance, yeah, to your point, the officers didn't sign to handle it the best way, and it probably shut down the rest because going forward, it she's just not shuts gonna... it down right away. Yep. Yeah. They asked her to do a lie detector pretty early on. She's like, "No." By yep. the way, smart. Mm-hmm. Smart of her, she but of no. course, you always say no. But <clears throat> they're obviously at that point being like, all right, here we go, right? She said no, not yeah. because she's like a smart person that's been in the world and knows that she should do say that. No. Yeah. And she was like, I'm in shock. I'm shaking. Like, I don't even know if I should. And they yeah. were just like, right at that point, they were like, let's go. Yep. Do you have two people usually? Do, we, do you do a good cop, bad cop? <clears throat> no. We, so uh, we have a witness <laughs> um, because I have to have somebody. Because usually I do my been... conversations over the phone. Um, because I cover such a big territory. Yeah. Um, so I usually have somebody as a witness that can just basically verify that I didn't, I wasn't mean to them or force them. To, everything's you can't bond. be mean. I, so I can, but you're getting a one, <laughs> right? so one way or I another. wish. I and wish. Then, and then she, yeah. and then she comes in. And she's like, no, no. Right. She's like, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Right. Just Please go calm take down. a breather. I'll talk to him. I'm downstairs on the phone. Sorry about no, him. So like, He's a loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do more of like. Uh, I'd be the good cop. Out right. Yeah. yeah she yeah, would yeah. be the bad cop. I think. Oh, I oh she, you'd have to pull her <laughs> out. That would be a great off, tactic, yeah. by the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Might have to be like, hey, I get oh, my wife get, on the phone. Right. But we do. I do do um, circumstances where I'll be like, hey, you know, this is a conversation I thought we could have over the phone. Do I need to be there in person? And usually people are like, no, no, no. I'm like, cool, then let's talk. That's great. And usually that kind of is like, and I'll tell them like, hey, I've been very upfront and forward with you. Um, I'm going to be completely transparent with you now. And I'll usually just kind of lay down like what's going on. I'll paint it out for them and be like, right. I, I always tell them before we even start, I know the who, what, when, where, and how. Mm-hmm. I just need to know the why. Right. That's all I'm talking to you about. I already know everything. I want to know why you did it. Do you say that? I already mm-hmm. know everything. Yep. I already say, I always say That's I know the That's definitely a tactic that they used to, right? Which is just like. <laughs> Sometimes like. Well, it, towards the end. Yeah. And we have to be careful with it. Like, I'm never going to say that if I don't have anything. Like, right, if I the don't. the cops do. Yes. Which is. And a, you can't do that. I can't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Interesting. It, it's a. It's not a good tactic because same thing. We don't show evidence. We don't share evidence. I don't share right. anything with them unless it's like a last ditch effort or something major. But usually that's all stuff where they're like, you know. People if ask you feel me all the like time. you almost have them, would you be like, 
hey man, I have you on fucking camera, even yeah. though you don't. Sometimes you- it depends. So like we usually will do things like, um, hey, we have the um, again, um, we have all the you know information. We have all the stuff. I'll usually do something along the lines of, um, you know, when I get to that point of them, you know, maybe being on that teetering edge, where I'll get something you know out of them, where I'll give them a kind of a softball question. Um, I think I gave this example before. It's in the, what I do, I'll be something like, um, hey, when was the first time that you walked out the store with a uh, stolen product? Wasn't your first day at work, right? No, never that time. Not, never my first day. Cool. So when was the first time you did it? And usually they get quiet because I'm like, cool, you just admitted to me without realizing you admitted. Or I'll be like, hey, what's the most you've taken today? Not $10,000, right? Never that much. Yeah, I didn't think so. So what was the most you have taken? And people get, so we yeah, get people uh, to talk to us without What's the action. longest you've interrogated someone? Uh, about an, about an hour. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you get some. It's not murder, right? Yeah, And exactly, also, like, right? they know, they do know that, <laughs> exactly. they do know if you're talking to them, somebody knows something, right? <laughs> yeah, and like, so that, cert- that CFI certification is, we have a lot of, when I went through that, we had like Homeland Security and different people in there that obviously are interviewed. So we have the same tactics, but different end goal. Um, but we approach them the same way. Um, that technique that they're doing is a little bit more of aggressive, and it usually yeah. doesn't result well. It's like I tell people all the time, like what you say in first forty-eight and all that. Yeah. Usually not the best interrogation tactics. You see sometimes it guys. It seems so. Um, it seems so like. I don't know, like, uh, basic to me. Like it seems so. Like how do they not know that's what they're doing? Right? Where yep. there, there will be like. Exactly right. They'll be like, oh, you know, hey, man, like, listen, you know, or all of the different techniques yeah. or this, t- this, these two used one that I think is, to me, seems so normal. But maybe if you're just like a normal person that doesn't listen to true crime, you wouldn't. But they were like, what do you think should happen if we catch this guy or girl? Yeah. What do you think should happen to him? Right. Yeah. To find out. If and I guess the correct answer would be like burn them at the stake, kill them, right, find yeah. it, right? Shoot them immediately. Shoot yeah. them immediately. But if maybe they did it, their answers are a little bit more like lenient, you know, like I don't know, find out, you know, wh- why and yeah, and you know, just whatever you guys think, it's you know, whatever, right? Yeah. Instead ever... of being like fuck that motherfucker, he killed my husband. Are you kidding? I want him dead, yes. right? Yeah. And she kind of hers was sort of just like they were like do you think he should go to jail yeah she goes yeah isn't that what you do and then they were like do you think (laughs) they should get he should get the death he or she should get the death penalty and she was like yeah i mean yeah that's i'm for it yeah, so, there's a, there, so there, there, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't good or bad, right? Like yeah. she wasn't saying take she wasn't take, blowing the, it. The, the, she wasn't yeah, taking exactly. leniency, but she also didn't get emotional. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing, maybe not with what you do, but like in this, the the level of emotion is also something that they look at and how real and how fake and how placed their crying or breakdowns are. Most of the time, if the breakdown is like they've just asked them a hard question, it could be buying time, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Like, for instance, we do things. Or even with you, someone could be like, I should. Right. And, and, and it's like they're buying time to think of something that, yeah. Exactly. And we do things, too. It's a good, it's like you hear of the whole right brain, left brain. People will look to certain parts of their, you know. Right. That's not exactly true. Um, usually. And you're on the phone, so you have to deal with things in 
you know, voice yeah. inflections, things like that, mm-hmm. where you can't see their well, face. Luckily, I have ca- I pull up cameras, so oh, I, okay, I watch okay, okay. them, and oh, okay, I've okay. I've done in person too. So we purposely will ask a wrong question initially. Um, it is a base a baseline. So I'll I'll read off their personal information and read them a wrong address on purpose, and so they the, will. I'll be like, okay, you live at one two three four school drive. Oh no, I live at one two three five. Oh, it must be a mistake. But now I know the rest is conversation when you're drawing truthful information where you're going to look. So now I can make note Ooh, of that. Ooh, that one's good. So those are that one's good. Those are techniques that, <laughs> yeah, those are techniques that people don't um, don't. That, so again, there's <laughs> different levels to. Have it. you ever done the technique where you, if you're like getting frustrated with the dude, so you you like walk behind him slowly, and then like unplug. He's the, on the Zoom, <laughs> dude. Unplug the, you, you unplug the uh, you unplug the camera. You know? Oh no! Right? No. No. So trust. So like I've Sorry, been. Sorry, I lost you. Right. Yeah. I don't know what happened. So I've been at companies where we had to voice not only like video record but also voice record our conversations. Yeah. Mine is not like that. We more of have to um, like I have them write our written statement. I mean, I've gotten so to it's work. not on camera, so you can like slam. It's not on camera. No. Yeah. No. Right. Just like. Ugh. Um. <laughs> and you get those. You know, like, um, there's people, we call it the man on the moon excuse where people will go into lies so elaborate and so in-depth that are not accurate that I'd let them just keep running with it. And we call it the man on the moon because it's something like, oh, I wasn't there. I was on the moon that day. Cool. Mm-hmm. How'd you get there? Who were you with? What color was the flight that you, so you get them to give you information that you know is so wrong and so like they're yeah. lying to you where it's essentially the admission. So if they don't want to tell you, um, or sometimes people don't want to talk it, they'll write it. So we do that too. Hey, if you don't want to tell me who it is, why don't you write down the initials? Or why don't you do this? So there's there's different techniques. So it's like in that instance, like if the cops believe she was the suspect, there were a lot of other techniques they could have used that they clearly didn't use. Right. Um, which, again, only hurts their, their, you know. Have you ever taken a bribe? No, no, I haven't. Luckily, I got you're, my position. You're on camera, so don't no, worry. No, I've you gotten to my truth. position because of that reason. So. Yes. Um, there yes. are people, um, unfortunately, that do stuff like that. Same thing, like, I can't have, um, I cover big territory. I can't have any family members or anybody that I know that works, even as a hourly associate, any of the any of the stores that I oversee. Oh, shit. Um, so, like, you have to take, I've been very people that I'm, I feel like i am got good connections with, good friends with, but you have to just kind of shut that out. You're more disappointed than anything. Yeah. Um, I usually find the more um, blatant they are with what they do, the easier the interviews. So, like, if somebody, for instance, did a brutal murder that was so sloppy and whatever, when you interview them, it's going to be the easiest interview you've ever done. It's the very slick Mm. ones that are Mm -hmm. usually very hard where you have to really pretty much play every hand we have. And you're supposed to prep before it, like an hour or two prep before you do an interview so that you know everything Every question they you ask that they could fly back on, um, you are already covered. So, like, we have a thing with her. You could have been like, um, you know, hey, you know, t- walk me through. What kind of knife set do you have in the house? Or when did you get them? Whatever, whatever. You, we call it the participatory method, where you start very high level, where it doesn't sound like you're even asking anything over regarded to the murder. Right. Hey, Hong, you guys are married. How, you know, how has your relationship been? Any troubles lately? Anything that you guys advise? Hey, that. we all fight. You know, anything that came up recently? Anything that you think might have... Um, or anybody outside of work that he'd been talking, and you just kind of keep funneling it down, funneling it down, pulling away layer after layer to where eventually you get to a point to where any excuse or lie they try to give you, you're like, hey, wait a second, you just told me a minute ago that you don't do that, or hey, you just told me a minute ago you don't drink, or hey, you just told me a minute ago, and so it catches them into lies. The further and further you get into the conversation, so you really run out of rooms and excuses to give you. 
So it's it's a very tedious process. It's very it took me a long time. I, I always tell the first person I ever interviewed was a girl taking Red Bulls and candy. And you would have thought I was interviewing a murderer. I was nervous, shaking, freaking out. Like <laughs> she like, had like God damn it. Right. I was freaking. Yeah. I was like shaking like I was you went, sitting like, across. Full, yeah, yeah. Interrogation. And she was already taking Red Bulls. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I, you would have thought I was interviewing like the craziest, you know, murderer in the world. I was just so freaked out to do it. And then after you kind of do it and get over those couple, um, you know, like it's and you normal. get to know how people act and what the, you know, because we aren't, I always say, we aren't as unique as we think we are. Like, yeah. people pretty much have these, like, pretty basic things that you mm-hmm. can touch tones that you can go back to, yep. which is why there is a method and why it works. You're very disarming. I would uh, admit to murder. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> oh, you're yeah. you're very good. You should probably... I don't know. Raise the stakes. Get into the. Yeah, and I almost did at one point. I was going to go that route. It's just unfortunately, like, with a lot of agencies now, like for what I do and like my home life balance, it's not worth it. Like what I, you know, I make good money. I get to be home a lot. You know, oh for sure. Like we see these interrogations, but let's be clear. Most of the time they're doing paperwork. Yeah. This is like one of few interrogations that they get to do. They fucked it up. But yeah, and you can tell. So like, I work very closely with a lot in Houston. That's probably one of my most active markets. I wouldn't be surprised if I know some of the, you know, these people. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Um, it, and it doesn't surprise me. Like, great people, but there, are, there's a, we see it a lot, and it's unfortunate. Like, nothing but respect to all of our law enforcement officers, but there's For a lack. Sure. There's a lack of training in certain instances. It's yeah. not just with firearms. It's also with things like this, um, where um, it's not cheap to go through some of these classes. It, it isn't. Oh, for sure. Um, so I got fortunate enough for a lot of the companies I went through as I moved into my roles, paid for that. But um, yeah, so like, you know, again, with that, like she could. They were definitely doing the best they could and they were pulling out. And here's why I think they went in like that is because they saw the scene mm-hmm. and they made, because they were well trained in that, they made their kind of decision off of seeing the weird ass scene and then kind of honed in which we'll hear later as part of the problem but uh thank you for your expertise justin my my gosh one last question i got one more question did you ever catch anyone stealing stuff using their prison wallet i haven't oh keister stuff (laughs) i haven't i haven't um you're like so how how big is that that right you know know, just simple questions in the beginning how big is that butthole you know what can you fit in there (laughs) what what do you think's the average size that you can fit in your butt yeah yeah yeah, like yeah two dudes talking you know no big yeah Yeah, right where's that red bull you ever heard a tight butthole from like workaholics or anything yeah you say what you put in yours you know what i mean you relate i have a red bull in my butthole right now yeah like I can't Man. get through the work day without it. Bro yeah. to bro, yeah. right? And that's what, like, so they should have done. We call it, you know, obviously building rapport. So if you can break down those walls, obviously they they're afraid to go to an office to, you know, whatever. Like, hey, tell me about yourself. Tell me what you like to do outside of work yeah. or, you know, about your family. And build, break down all those walls. People will become more comfortable and talk. Right. Which they sound like they just got right into business, yeah. which is immediately going to be. Um, on the on the defense and they're not going to talk to you um, right and they didn't give her any time to ease into it they really were just like all right let's just go into it mm-hmm. and she's just like i don't i don't know i don't know yeah and then it's just i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't remember yep yeah for sure man 
so bad. <laughs> I appreciate that. But I love it. Yeah. The interrogation is like one of my favorite parts. Was Especially your husband inside when, you when you murdered him? <laughs> yeah, just like be, just go off the wall first, right? According to Justin, right? Like go something high and then no. But just be like, you know. Apparently that's what I've been doing wrong all these years. I yeah. Catch anybody. You've been easing into it. Anyway, so uh, low and slow. you gotta just shove low it in there, oh, God. <laughs> They'll tell you everything you want to know. So police asked uh, Jamie and Sandra's daughter. So again, they didn't get anything from this interrogation. We learned from from Justin kind of why they just sort of sucked at it. They didn't <laughs> really have any real tactics in, uh, instead of. Or besides something just real creepy towards the end, which snapped her out of it. She asked for a lawyer. It, it was over. But Scared her off. They came on too strong. They came too on strong. too strong. Again, like he said, didn't build rapport. They were just put her on the defensive. And she had just literally come from the scene of this horrific situation. And let's assume that, because we don't know, let's assume that that really happened to her. And now you're going right into interrogation and someone thinks that maybe you did it. So it's it's weird they weren't going to get any real good tidbits from that. Because then she just says, I don't know, I don't know, I don't remember, I don't know, I don't remember. Um, so they let her go home and basically tell her there's, you know, they're going to be looking at these other suspects and they'll find out what happened. And she leaves believing that she's not a suspect at that point because they they went full circle to that point. So uh, Jamie and Sandra's daughter, Liz, um, they she comes into town and now the cops are kind of going through her because the mom is so distraught and fucking sick. <laughs> um, can't speak, whatever. And so Liz is kind of fielding questions now and any kind of visit or follow-up is going through the daughter. They ask the daughter to go back to the house and let them know what's missing so they can see if someone did break in, what did they take? We wouldn't know, but you would maybe know of your parents and their possessions and what you see of the house. Tell us what you think is missing. So she said there was some medication missing. There's jewelry missing. There's a TV, which, by the way, murder for a TV at this point. I mean, do you know what I mean? What, was what are you getting? I mean, where are was you? Was it are 4K? You, still, no, is, is it this could like, be the nicest fucking TV. What are like, you really getting for it? Is it a 42 it? inch CRT Carrying TV. it out the fucking nice neighborhood, right? <laughs> it's just the stupidest thing to be like, there was a TV. It's a smart TV. There was it's a got Netflix fucking on it. VCR missing. It's like for murder. It was, Let's it, talk it was my about... Betamax player. I need it back. <laughs> right. So that's kind of all she could say which is like all right maybe they panicked or they thought they could get into the safe and they weren't able to or whatever um oddly liz actually found in the garage her middle school backpack and it had jewelry in it and a playstation but it was like dropped in in the garage almost like hastily or someone got spooked or 
left it there or wanted to hide it. I, I don't know. What do you have in a middle school backpack? Like, so she like said your, it was the backpack. Keepers, some, some it, shit. She said it was her backpack. She recognized box. that it was her backpack, but she said it was filled with stuff that someone else would have saying that maybe it was the people that just grabbed a bag and started filling. So it's had jewelry, Xbox, PlayStation, whatever it was, and things that you would steal, but was left in the garage. What like generation maybe. of PlayStation, though? This is very important. Dude, it's 2012. 2012. Uh, Do PS3. the nerd math. I PS3. don't know. Yeah, Do PS3. the nerd math, dude. I mean, 2012 PS3, I'd, I'd steal it too. Don't actually do the nerd math. Um, <laughs> too late. That was a joke. That was a joke. You already did it and you had the yeah. exact thing. Okay. PS3, yeah. Just need some more coffee really quick. I'm getting tired. I need some more coffee. <laughs> um, it was probably the PlayStation with the, the camouflage that came, comes with Call of Duty. Ooh, yeah. I would steal that for sure. I'd kill somebody for that. Yeah. So Liz told the police, are you fucking done? Liz told the police. <laughs> so now Liz, again, Liz is kind of talking. You know what I mean? Talking to the police now. She's the mouthpiece that her mom can't be or doesn't want to or whatever. She says that well, they. Oh, fibromyalgia is acting Oh, up. my hip. Oh, my oh. seizure. Oh, my blood I, pressure. I oh, a, my headache. Oh, my. My diabetes. Oh, my I have diarrhea. <laughs> Which she did say after the incident. She kept telling her daughter all the diarrhea she was having. Oh, no. Okay. Stress. It's this stress induced. This is like induced. the cool fucking party chick Sandy that we're talking about, right? <laughs> she shit in the tub. Well, hey, how many? Yeah, how many hours did did she spend in that uh in that jacuzzi? Two hours in the jacuzzi. Drinking Sprite and Coke. Drinking oh. Sprite, doing that Coke. That fucking Are, cricket is on, on top of my head, right? Are we getting played off right now? Is I, this... I know, I know. We've got it. We've <laughs> got to wrap it up. But um. The big old hook comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Done. Um, we get that's it. That's fucking loud. That's going to be picked up on the mic. That for is sure. loud. So, anyways, um, so she, Liz, the daughter, tells the police that they other people they should look into. Her ex husband was like drug addict that would steal medication from them. They got divorced. It wasn't good total falling out whatever look into him just ask him just hmm. ask him some questions there was a neighbor in i guess on their street or in their neighborhood around the family that had just gotten back from being in prison for burglary and petty theft and all of this didn't question him there uh, was someone at the scene once reporters were there and stuff. There was a dude that was like looking real creepy, hanging out. You know how they like to like come back to the scene of the crime mm. and make sure everything didn't talk <coughs> to him. The fuck? Who was right. it that, that there was a took tenant? Note of that? They had a rental. There was a tenant that didn't like Jamie. They were like fighting about him getting out and stuff like this. These are all people that at least you need to talk about and talk to and clear, right? Other suspects. But as we know, and from the interrogation, we know that Cops right away, bullshit. right away, they were singular focused. Tunnel vision, which is 
pretty horrible when it comes to. But look, again, no disrespect, Tunnel but vision. I didn't see the scene. I didn't walk in. Maybe they walked in and was like, fuck this. Staged. She did well, it. Let's just find a way. But well, you even still then, have to through, question. Going through the due process, if there's exactly. all these other suspects At least that were around all them. of these other avenues that you could take, right. I mean, if there's you a have fucking, to take those avenues. If there's a creepy guy across the street literally jerking off looking at the house, right. you should probably talk to him. No, I didn't right. live in that neighborhood. But I think the problem was, <laughs> too, that it went through, so the actual lead investigator and detective that was in this interrogation got indicted for falsifying a search warrant. Oh. So he's out. It's not egregious, whatever, but he's not out, look done. So then he's not on the case anymore. The other detective didn't follow through. So it went through a couple different detectives and investigators, and things fell through the cracks. People didn't Rock. get talked to. No one got interviewed. But... They didn't because the first investigators had tunnel vision anyway. So anyone that picked up the case afterward was, was like, the same thing. well, what? We're two years later going to talk to the neighbor that probably doesn't live there anymore. Whatever. <clears throat> so that that's kind of what happened. Like if she's innocent, then they didn't even try to find whoever did it. Either, right. You know, which is fucked well, up. Well, that, that is uh, the debate, right? So Liz and her mom at this point are waiting to hear about the other leads that they gave them. They're like, we gave them other people to look at. We're hoping that they'll come back and tell us something. They didn't hear that. All they heard was that Sandra had been charged with murder, with the murder of Jamie Melgar. So she turned herself in, bailed, bailed out right away, got a lawyer. Then they waited another three years Fuck. for anything. So th it had already been 19 months. Till she finally got charged, and they don't even know that that's going to happen. They're thinking that maybe detectives are trying to find. Um, so then she's bailed out, waiting to go to trial for three years. So upon first investigation, the police already thought the scene looked weird. Also, the story from Sandra is kind of impossible, implausible, we don't, it, besides movies, we don't really live in a world where someone that doesn't know you at all comes into your house, murders you for a TV, gets away with no one seeing you, no DNA. Uh, the other weird part about it is a burglar is going to come to your house, wait until you're fucking out of the two hour tub, <laughs> and not bring a weapon, not bring a bag. They need to use your kitchen knife. They need to use your middle school backpack. They need to use your cords <laughs> and things. So, like, they bring nothing, right? That's weird, too. It, so the police were already like, this is fucky from the beginning, right? That's one dumb yeah, I mean, burglar. Usually, uh, or home, it didn't happen, right? And especially in a nice neighborhood, quiet neighborhood. Nobody hears anything. Nobody sees anything. Why is this? Why? Home intrusions, they usually only end in murder if they get caught 
in the process. It it generally doesn't end up and with two people being And then that's a possibility too. They could up. have been in the bath not hearing anything for 2 hours. They're packing up stuff. Jamie comes out with a fucking raging Cialis <laughs> They're boner. They're listening to air supply. Yeah. And like they get caught and they have to just fucking grab a knife and stab him, right? Maybe. But with Jamie, he was there any evidence that he was stabbed before he was tied up? Because I no. would imagine that so he all would the be blood, stabbed afterwards. all the blood, and all the scene is contained to the closet that he was in, and the bedroom right where Sandra would be able to see everything happening. There's no blood going out of the house, drips of blood going out of the house. It's all contained in the bedroom of the couple. Where did so they find that the alone, semen? people are like, what? Where did they find the semen? In All the up in your fucking butthole, dude. Okay, did well, they... I mean, that's... No. Yeah. Was so he there stabbed was in no... the hog? What? Were there any, any stab wounds in the hog area? 31 stab, stab wounds. I'm sure there was a couple on the dong, <laughs> right? <laughs> a little graze on the defensive wound, right? Maybe. <laughs> well, <laughs> He's trying just, to fight him off with his dick. He was so, all, all hopped up on Cialis. Yeah, the yeah. He's just using his dick to fucking get the... So, yeah, that was definitely cut. Yeah, that was cut. No, it was like uh, fencing. Yeah, it was definitely uh-huh. cut up. So don't ever do that again. So police don't. Which one? Oh, uh-huh. oh, oh. No, we, Coop did. Coop, what you did? What did you do? Uh-huh. Did you do a fencing move? Ha ha! Oh <laughs> lord! Oh lord! That is a legitimate fencing move. It's so like soft spoken. Aha! Yeah. Because fencing don't. is a gentleman's sport. Don't. All of our boners are going down, Coop. <laughs> Keep the voice deep. They probably do fancy. And the projection like the to the back of the room, Coop. <laughs> um, so, again, police don't love a fantastical, implausible, crazy story, right? They, yeah. they don't really love that that much without any evidence or anything. Uh, they don't love a burglary in a nice neighborhood that results in this kind of insane murder. It seems like they don't like crime for some reason. Yeah, it's almost like police are just like, ugh. Oh, God. You guys just stop doing crime. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This case, uh, as I said, was in the case of a couple different, not only investigators, but DA. So it went to like two or three different district attorneys before it finally, right. Because no one wanted to take it because it was weird as fuck. A, there's no evidence. So that's the first thing. There's no forensic or DNA evidence linking anyone, even her, to this situation. So no DA really wants to take that because you're doing a completely circumstantial case. case and, and it's not going to get them reelected. Right. Except for if this was a little bit in the media, which it was. So bulldog, blonde-haired Colleen Barnett ends up taking it. Ooh, Houston. She's single? Uh, is she saying? I bet. I don't know. Bulldog Barnett, dude. Bulldog Barnett. If I'm gonna talk shit about Sandy, I've got to talk shit about her too. (laughs) Like it's the complete opposite of just like, I mean, not an ounce of of sarcasm, humor. I mean, it's all just just bitchy sentence after bitchy which is what you want in a district attorney right she she's a fucking like a lawyer she's badass gym teacher 
Yes, a, Ooh, a, a, a yeah. real, a tight bob. <laughs> <laughs> a business dress always, right? David Bowie is a, is a like, power lifter. Yes, and I think she, I think personally she heard the investigation, she, or the interrogation, she saw the case and the evidence, and I think she just didn't like, she didn't like her, and she didn't like it. And she was like, I will try this case and I will fucking win. She's going down. I don't like it. I don't believe it. Basically without, again, doing any of her own investigation, interrogations, questioning anything. She just was like, I don't like this. So um, she didn't like the ridiculous story. And she basically built a case around not liking this ridiculous story. So the case against Sandra Melgar, according to Colleen, goes like this. No one takes a two-hour bath. No, just kidding. That was mine. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that was mine. That's the only piece of evidence that makes me be like, liar, liar. Fucking bullshit. Bullshit. The water's going to get cold. Like you're not getting out to get a new drink even. Jacuzzi bath. Smoke a cig. I mean, what the fuck? You're sitting in the bath for that long? It's it's going to turn talking and drinking with your 30 married 32 years. After 32 years? fucking years? Yeah, no. Okay. So, Their the feet neighborhood must have been so wrinkly. The other thing the neighborhood they was nice. Off I know, right? God. You know? That alone. Skin's falling off. Yeah, when you're in the, like a pool for too long, the, exactly. you get like bloody toes. So the neighborhood, the other points, the neighborhood was really nice and quiet. Uh the the burger burglar according to her Waited until the couple couple was done with their bath around one in the morning. Then when Jamie find there's barking dogs. Fifty years. When old. Jamie finally went out to get the dogs is when they decided to go in there with nothing, armed with nothing, no plan. They decided to go in right when they saw Jamie going out to get the dogs. Um. And when Sandra went, when Sandra went into the closet to have a seizure, they <laughs> found a kitchen knife, went, murdered Jamie, then tied up Sandra. Sorry, Jamie, I got to go in the closet and have a seizure real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, tied up Sandra with material from her own closet, got a chair from the dining room, put it up against the door, then went in. Um, find found a small backpack from a middle school, filled it with shit, left it in the garage, and ran out. That to them seems to Colleen seems like a crazy story. To me, it does too. There was no force entry. There was no lig- ligature marks on Sandra's wrists, indicating that she would be trying to get out or tied up for 15 hours you're gonna have some kind of mark there wasn't um there was no blood anywhere but where jamie was stabbed and killed so there was no part of that's not going to really make her case but there was no blood on sandra maybe she got washed off whatever so the knife wounds the other point a, a bath nearby Exactly. The other point that Colleen is making that uh, from the medical examiner's report, every stab, stab wound was very shallow. So it was a really, it was like a six inch knife, but it didn't, all the stab wounds are like very 
short, didn't go in very far. There's one that did, and then every other one is kind of just like poking, kind of indicating that someone's either taunting someone or they're very weak and they can't get in very far. And it's just kind of death by a thousand cuts kind of thing. With one, he did have a couple deep. situation there. Is almost like almost like somebody who is very sickly, sickly, and, and weak. weak, annoying, can't walk, hip replaced, annoying, lupus, you know, something like that. Having headaches, yeah, yeah, can't really ha- no has tired. no strength to. She stabbed him once and then started having the seizure, and that's why they're all <laughs> uh, everywhere. Possibly, Joel. Now, in this case, I will tell you any Allegedly. theory. Any theory goes. There's so many different theories. All of them are crazy because you just can't fathom anything else, right? So another point is the neighbors said that actually they did not hear the dogs all night. It's notable because the fucking dogs kept them up every single night. It was a problem. The neighbors hated each other. So on this night, it was notable because they were like, we didn't, the the dogs must have been, in the office or something the whole time because we didn't hear them once. If you have a neighbor that you hate because of their dogs, you notice it every single fucking time that those dogs bark. Every single time. And then there would be one notable time where you go, oh, my God, you'd like turn to your partner and be like, no dogs. I did not hear the dogs. It must be their anniversary. So that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of what happened. <laughs> Another point is, the district attorney, Colleen, believes there actually wasn't anything taken from the house. If you really break it down. The TV, uh, she doesn't know. Was There were so many TVs in the house. Was there really one of them missing? Um, the things that Liz said was missing ended up being in the garage in a backpack. So really nothing was taken from the house. So a lot of damage for little reward, whoever was in there. If you commit murder. Damn, you better be taking millions, dude. Millions. Yeah. Um, There were. So this is another part of Carlene's case. There are there were sex toys under the pillows in the bedroom. Yeah. Which is weird. Very against Jehovah's Witness religion. I'd Where do you say, put your sex toys? I would say very in line with Jehovah's Witness religion, but maybe. After, but no, after thirty-two years, yeah, I I get that. Why are they spending so much time in the tub if they've got all these sex toys under the pillow and they're gonna? Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, very we, weird. We talked about this earlier in the episode. You gotta have a little build-up. It's called foreplay, Jesse. Dude, fucking Sandra is passed out at this. It is past <laughs> midnight. We've had big Mexican food dinner. Oh, no. We've stopped at CVS for mixers. We're drinking in the tub for two hours. Now we're getting out the sex toys? Bullshit. I know exactly what's going on. Those need to happen at 4, 4.30 sharp. (laughs) Before dinner. No, exactly. Before dinner. Here's what's going on. Jamie's been dealing with this shit for 32 years at this point. Those sex toys have been underneath his pillow 
for probably about 15 yeah. years. He's like, okay, well, I think I'm the, just going to wait until old Sandy goes to bed. All right. And, I, oh, I think all the toys the point, are fleshlights. <laughs> I think the point hey, is that, like, if they're under the pillow, they were meant to be used that night. It's not like, oh, we found them in the tra- drawer. Right. It oh, means that, like, they were there to be used that night. You're not going to, like, freaky. sleep on the vibrator, well, right? No, even even that, that it, yeah, that... That's strange to me. Just keep them in your nightstand like a normal person. No, but what Colleen is saying, what Colleen is saying is that there was going to be Sandy lured Jamie out of the bath, telling him there was going to be some big sex capade. She had the sex toys in the courtroom. The district attorney uh, plays out this scene for the jury where Sandra sits Jamie down on the dining room, the dining room chair that she pulled in and they're do she's giving a massage, takes the knife, stabs him in in the stomach and drags it up because he did have a wound that would indicate that. So that's, that's her first her first like killing thing. Jamie gets up and is like, what the fuck? And that's when she starts doing her weak kind of stabs the all the way to yeah. all the way to the closet where he finally dies. She's tied him up a little bit on the legs, but not really. Then this is according to the district attorney. Then um, uh, Sandra goes into the closet, ties herself up, which she demonstrates how if you make a loop already, that she, you can put it on one hand, loop it around, and then twist your hands to make it tighter and tighter. Because she was tied around the forearms instead of the wrists? Instead of the wrist. Well, the forearm uh, maybe is that her trying to get out of it eventually, but when you first do it, if you make a loop, a uh, totally connecting loop put your hands in it then you can twist it from there and make it kind of tighter and tighter this isn't my first rodeo i know how this This is insane though to like see this in a courtroom where they're like okay i guess then they had someone go to the house and do a demonstration of how you can put the chair on a pillowcase which they saw a pillowcase in the inter in the um in the photos crime scene photos weirdly placed by the by the closet so they demonstrated how she could set this was the part of the, the evidence chair that, that that's I, crazy I, right yeah I, I do specifically recall and that was when i kind of made up my mind right and so then they did this demonstration where they put the chair under there and then sandra from inside the closet can pull the pillowcase and it will pull the door shut with the chair leaning up against it Mm -hmm. and then you're stuck in there tie yourself up i guess piss and shit yourself and wait for your family to find you the next day right you gotta sell it this is a again according to the district attorney she was the daniel day also why was jamie (laughs) naked when he was found in the closet i thought he had gone out to get the dogs and bring them in was he we were joking but was he really just fucking naked out there and then came back and found some burglars i don't know um finally they were saying her religion jehovah's witness 100 percent forbids divorcing so like 
you cannot get divorced yeah. unless someone cheated. Neither of them were cheating, <clears throat> or Jamie definitely wasn't. Um, if you do get divorced, you're totally banished from your whole community. You can't hang out with any of the same people. You can't go to the church. You can't. It's totally frowned upon. So they, she was saying, Colleen was saying that Sandra wanted out, but per her religion, she wasn't able to leave. This was her only option to keep her same life and friends, but not be with Jamie anymore. Dude, it would have been fucking crazy if she locked herself in there and just no one cared that much about them. So no one came. And she's just <laughs> and she like in died. there, stuck in there forever. <laughs> yeah. So now the defense comes up um first and foremost there's like i said there's no hard evidence forensic dna otherwise totally pointing to her there's no motive the murder weapon i guess was at the bottom of the bath so they can't get any dna or anything from that it's all theory on theory on theory on theory circumstantial so really you're just picking who you like and what story you believe. It's not usually how courtrooms work, but they decided to go with it. Um, they also showed that Sandra had seizures and it was a real problem documented. She actually had seizures, not in the courtroom, no. They were like, okay, go. And she's like, <laughs> no, no. Uh, they action. actually, after she went, uh, <laughs> after the interrogation, a couple days after this incident, she went to the doctor. She had a hematoma on her head, indicating that maybe you got hit, you fell, whatever. That could be from seizure. It could be someone coming in and hitting you on the head. Either way, that wasn't checked out before. Uh, the police never questioned, this is part of the defense, the police never questioned the family that basically was the the first people on the scene. What the fuck? So they never asked, ask like, what earlier. was it like? Did you? But they also knew that Sandra's family was 100% behind her. So were they going to get the real answers? Is that something that you do? They definitely should have questioned them the same day, um, if not the day after, of, like, fresh in their mind what exactly they saw when they came up. How was she tied? Did you have to pull the chair away? Was there, you know, all these things. How was, you know, Jamie found? Whatever. They didn't ask them anything. They didn't uh, question any of the other suspects that were posed by Liz, their daughter. Didn't look into any of it. Um, one of the things the defense said, the Melgars were in a loving marriage, according to everyone they knew, family and otherwise. In the Jehovah's Witness community, that's what everybody is Yeah, what's say. loving. She didn't get beat that much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, he hardly hit her. Yeah. Gosh, she didn't even have to beat her every day. <laughs> they were so loving. She really stayed in line. Um <laughs> It was hard. It, oh, uh, other point of the defense, it was really hard to <coughs> untie Sandra. The family needed to cut the ties off. It wasn't like something they could just get out Well, the um, only proof easily. of that is, is from the family. It's from the family. Within a very tight-knit community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sure that's that. I don't know if the rest of the family anything. was. They must have been because you can't communicate with anyone that's not Jehovah's Witness. So anything that anyone that they were talking to or that was close to them had to be in the religion. The investigation was the the other point that the defense made. The investigation was shoddy, as we know from the interrogation. Um, all the people that they did not question, all of the evidence that they did not check. They didn't get fingerprints of any of the door pulls. They didn't get on the safe. There was a little bit of blood. They didn't get fingerprints there. Like I said, they definitely, as soon as they walked in, felt like they knew who it was and they didn't. It was a shoddy investigation. Yeah, they quite never frankly. changed their minds. Yeah, the, yeah. the fact that they weren't checking any of the other like physical evidence on scene is insane. You see blood on the safe, get some fucking fingerprints. Get some fingerprints. If like, you see drawers, if you see drawers pulled out, check the door pulls for any foreign DNA that's not Sandra or her literally anything. Fingernail under fingernails, whatever. So they didn't do any of that. Uh they said that the demonstration of Sandra trying, like tying herself up and pulling the chair was, it was ridiculous. Too for the court. Yeah, they were like, "We're not in." <laughs> they were saying it was ridiculous, which it was. It was kind of a weird. If you see, you know, this district Colleen doing this demonstration, it's it's a story, and she has no evidence of that's what it is. She's just saying it with conviction and being like, "This is what happened," and it's. That's not really how it works. So that was part of what the defense had. Sandra ran to Jamie once she was untied. That's why she had any kind of blood on her. But that was kind of it. There was no other splatters in her closet or anything else that would indicate that anything happened in there. Um, Her memory issues were real and had been going on for a long time, which they had, you know, medical experts on the stand for that they also presented a very frail school marm of a girl when lady when she came in she was walking with a cane she looked like she could barely i mean even pull a chair out let alone you know kill someone so really everything as far as i was concerned it was in sandra's favor as far as the defense there's no evidence Um, She also had her entire family on her side of the courtroom completely supporting her. That has, you know, carries a little bit of weight. She was questioned. Part of the defense said she was questioned, like I said, before being medically cleared or figuring out if she actually had any injuries, memory issues. She just had a seizure, if that's true. Not really great to question her about stuff after that. Also, this this is a really confusing case. The the part where they have her going into the courtroom with a a cane mm -hmm. and everything, that's that's pretty common with some lawyers where. Oh, right. Like they want to. Harvey Weinstein did it. Cosby. You know, it really helps to be like Cosby and Weinstein would have not walked into the courtroom with boners. They'd be free right now. They'd be free. But it was like a cane and then a cane. You know what I mean? Um, A direct quote from Sandra's lawyer is, where's the beef? (laughs) So that might not have helped her. Like, where's the evidence? I'm sorry, folks. Where's the beef? Holy shit. That might have been. Yeah, that might have been a problem. Was Houston, Texas, small county outside of Houston. So Wait, was that... That's there real. There's like a Wendy's commercial. That's real. What's where's the beef? No fucking where's the way. Beef is 
I think it was some. Was that wasn't that Wendy's? I think it was big. I think it was big. uh, Big cattle. Didn't it was almost like who's who's got. What's the milk one? Who's got the beef? Who's who, what's the who's milk got one? The beef? What's the milk? <laughs> got milk. Got milk. So it was that kind of thing? I think it was no, like I think where's that was, the, that was Arby's? A, Arby's? Is it Arby's? Where's the beef? Oh God, this is gonna. <laughs> Lord, be, I, I no, don't know. Was, but anyways, who's got the beef? We are gonna discuss this after. The <laughs> we show. will discuss after. But he actually said as a direct quote, "Where's the beef?" Indicating where's the evidence. <laughs> So maybe that wasn't great for her, right? So that lawyer is where Johnny Cochran learned how to be a lawyer. Exactly. Just catchphrases, <laughs> right? Slogans. <laughs> that's what wins. The ridiculous story from the prosecution is also what they used uh, that Sandy convinced Jamie to tie his feet up as some kind of sex thing, then went crazy with a knife on him, staged a scene, Seizure. washed off, got naked. Put the knife in the bath, tied herself up, pulled the thing in, shit and pissed on herself and waited for 15 hours for the family to find her. So when you say it like that in a defense. Who hasn't done that, though? She just doesn't seem like a mastermind (laughs) either. So in the end, after all of this, two ridiculous stories, no real evidence. Sandy was found guilty of premeditated murder and is serving 27 years in a pretty horrible prison in uh, Texas, no air conditioning, uh, not a great medical facility that's able to deal with her many issues, many issues. Um, lots of appeals have been filed. Obviously, this is a perfect candidate for, there's you no, know. If there's no evidence, right? If there's no evidence. She gets to go. She got away with it. And shoddy investigation. So just recently, actually in 20. 19 the innocence project took on her case and is working on it now and the lawyer from Stephen avery <laughs> making of a murderer Ooh. don't know if that's the best thing but anyway yeah. she's on the case <laughs> not a good look um but the innocence project doesn't usually take on cases that they don't feel at least because they do have a lot of like free yeah, manpower semi-com. working maybe on could, it so maybe they could convince them that it was like a. Uh, like, what's it called when you... If she murdered him, but it was on accident because she was having a seizure while holding the knife. That was part of... That was a theory, by the way, that I thought they were going to float, which is like maybe she blacked out and does... You know, had some weird... Yeah. Another problem well, that Sandy has is some kind of blackout rage blackout neurological thing. thing. Oh, she's a somna homicider. Yeah, I don't know. But, um... So... I think the only thing we can really say is there is no evidence. But if you were to have to, like, answer, you know. Let her go. Let's get her out of there. Do you think, from those two fantastical stories, though, from both the defense and the prosecution, from her, I guess, and what the prosecution thinks she staged and did, what do you really, what do you think? Jamie killed himself. Thirty-one <laughs> He's a badass, right? He's a vegetarian. He can take he it. He was a programmer. He had to do. He was a computer multiple, programmer. Multiple iterations of the same program. Nope, that's not right. I got to try it again. What do you think happened? Uh, it's okay. Because again, there's no evidence either way. 
So it's it's really, as we know, the best story and the best lawyer wins. Colleen happened to be the best. She had the best story. The where's the beef guy didn't really cut it, right? Well, he's using, so he doesn't it, win the story contest because there's no fucking evidence. <laughs> he's using where's the beef. Where, I, hey guys, you gotta ask yourself at the end of the day. He's using. <laughs> <laughs> where's the beef? Thank you. Right? That's it. That's a, that was his whole closing argument. That is still holding one exactly anybody why else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do not use outdated taglines. Maybe where they case. were at. Maybe where they were at. He thought he read the room. He saw the demographic and he goes, "They're going to like this." Jehovah's Witness, <laughs> they're probably about like 20 <laughs> yeah, yeah, years yeah. behind. Uh, yeah. overall. What do you think? What do you think old home, Sandy happened home, to old Sandy? Home invasion doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. Home invasion absolutely doesn't make sense. So the by the way, it never makes sense. Very rarely. The strange people showing up around that they didn't question. There's something to that, but without them being questioned, Sandy probably uh, weakly stabbed her husband. 31 times with so you one think real she was unhappy. She couldn't get out of it because of her religion, and she devised because you have to plan what she did you have to plan for at least a couple days before you can't night of know how to pull the fucking chair under with a pillowcase and fucking know how to stage with no evidence so the thing with with jehovah's witness is uh they don't celebrate a lot of holidays they don't celebrate much of anything they have a whole whole lot of free time so she had plenty of time to to plan this. What's her motive? She just wants out? Getting out of the marriage. But after 32 years, that, that still doesn't make sense. This this is one of the most confusing cases that we've ever covered because... Thank you. I take it as a compliment. Joel, what do you think? A thrill kill? What do you think happened, Joel? I don't know. It's 50-50, so... I think. Uh, do you think someone came in and did it, or do you think yeah, I Sandy? Yeah, think it's possible. I think it's possible too. Yeah. There's at least reasonable doubt. Well, I, I just, I know which is all you really need. Yeah, there's, there's, there's at least reasonable doubt in there as far as like her getting the justice system being what it is, whether I think she did it or not. Okay, so, all right, again, going back to the religion, which I, I don't want to bash religion too much. It is a very, very reserved religion. Her knowing how to tie herself up isn't that surprising. All the sex toys, not surprising. All the sex toys. Well, no, I would like to know what they surprising. are. What, what kind of sex toys? Like, were they for him or for her? That makes a Both. big difference in this case. I don't know. No, that's I, all they you're said. telling me a very reserved Jehovah's Witness couple is for both. Okay. Okay. So you think there was more. It's possible for people to not know anything that was really going on because they are very reserved. They have to go to church. Yeah. They have to do the thing. She so when people say, else, when like, people say, oh, they were so loving and great. Oh, I'm sure that she's did probably said, really like, know. would you like to learn more about our, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Well, no, I mean, like, since she's been in jail for so long, you know. So it's like the Scott Filater thing, right? You know? With the sleepwalking. Like, she maintains 100% has not wavered from this is all I remember up until this point. That's it. I wish I could tell you, but I can't. And she did have a 
for this many years, all she said is like, the splice happens. What is that? Inception. The splice happened when I went into the closet to get dressed. And anything after that, I can't fucking tell you. I didn't hear anything. This, I didn't whatever. I have seizures. I mean, it's all. Let her go. This is seriously I a think really, let her go. really difficult case because, I mean, I who, let her go who among way. us has not blacked out? Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. But I, I think, I, I woke yes, up in the closet tied up. Yes, blacked out. But I think if you hear your, no matter how deep you are, if you hear someone screaming and being killed, maybe, right next to you, the closets are very close. I would hope that I would wake up a little bit. No, stir. Just a little stir. Just a little, oh, what's that? Shut up. Keep it down. Maybe something like that. (laughs) You've had the most marriage experience out of all of us. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't. And the most and the most blackout experience, right? So maybe I wouldn't hear anything. I don't know. I don't know. Shut but I do up, say I do all, say either way. If it's always all, something. Yeah, as if all we're going off is story versus story. I don't think that's how this whole thing works. Gotta so she's gotta be let go. And I actually think she possibly will. There's enough people talking about it and working on it, and documentaries and whatever, as we know, that's the best way to, to get somebody oh, out for of sure. jail. That also, this DA, though, needs to be help also. needs to move on. So as soon as there's a new one, they'd like to make their name by getting her out, right? So it's like she wanted to make her name by convicting the- this person that people have been talking about, and then the next district attorney is going to want to make the name of like I go off evidence only or whatever it is, but she's still in there. So oh, then it's going to be an Ouroboros of snaking right. its own tail. That one district attorney is like, I'm going to get her off. And the right. next one's like, I'm going to put her back in jail. The next one's like, I'm going to get her off. Yeah, yeah, and nobody gets off. You know, in the end, <laughs> <laughs> after 32 years now. But again, you know, maybe some of those toys were to um, prolapse. Boom. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread 
with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.